0: So they enacted the the statutes uh, that to to this day uh, basically uh, set up the uh, proposition that uh, if in the uh, term of any president, there appears to be uh, substantial evidence of insurrection, a threat against the Constitution, uh, then that evidence uh, is to be presented by the president uh, to the uh, military high command Uh, in that circumstance invoke the insurrection act and uh, by so doing empower the military high command to take control of defeating that insurrection putting it down and then returning civilian government uh, to its uh, normal operation under the uh, uh, constitution
1: welcome to business game changers i'm sarah westall I have Wayne Jett coming back to the program, and I got to tell you, I wanted to talk to him about the military high command. He really believes that there is more evidence, and it's mounting daily. He says that the U.S. military high command is in charge, and you know, I have I've really mixed feelings about this. Uh, mixed, it's not feelings; it's mixed data. Which, you know, I guess there's feelings behind that because it's our country and there's a lot on the line. But, I, you know, I watch what the military is doing to its own people and I talk to him. Everything that I have concerns about, I bring up here. But he wrote another article or he wrote an article. and I published it and then I wrote a, a foreword for it and it's on my website. But he put a couple. This is since our interview. And so I want to bring it up. He put a couple things in here that I thought was very interesting that he did not talk about in the show about the U.S. military high command. He said that Donald Trump, he said that Putin actually called Donald Trump three times this past year because he doesn't want to talk to a fake president. I would believe, and I would strongly believe, that the countries, the governments around the world, especially the bigger ones, the Western ones, or China, or, or Russia, the ones that have intelligence agencies, they know this election was a coup. They know it. And then he also talks about Pence and, and how Pence is a traitor. You should read this article. It's, it's really good. But these are... The reason... But the reason I'm bringing it up is because he didn't include it in some of the talk that we had today, and I think it's worth a read for people to go in here because he talks about more of the evidence behind why he believes that the military high command is in charge right now and is running the country, and that Donald Trump implemented it in uh, that Donald Trump implemented it before he left office because he knew that we had a coup going on. It, in, in some ways, it explains Donald Trump's behavior of not going hard after the election coup and after his rivals. It, it, it explains some of the behavior that I saw that I was disturbed with, so, because he had to sit back and let them do their process. If this is all true... I want Wayne Jet to be right here. I want his analysis to be right. And I really respect him. He put the book out The Fruits of Graft, which is a historical book on which is a historical book about the globalist cabal and it really brings in FDR and the Great Depression and then you know before and after that, but a lot of it focused on that. And how the cabal was using it to depopulate and work against the people. Very, very well researched. So if you get a chance, you you really want to look at that book as well. But <clears throat> but before we get into this interview, I also want to talk to you about a recent show that I did with scientists Ion Mitchell and Philip Samar. Ah, what's their names? Uh, but before... But before we get into this interview, I have one more thing I want to talk about the recent show that I did with Ian Mitchell and Philip failing they are just amazing I this video really this show really should have gone viral I don't I, I don't know why shows go viral and don't but this one should well I should say I knew what that it wasn't because I wasn't as hardcore on the title that I should have been oh, well, I should say, I I know why it hasn't, well, I should say, I know why it hasn't gone viral because the title wasn't as explosive as it could have been. And that's on purpose, I guess, because I didn't want to go that far and say there's a solution for, complete solution for reversing blood issues with uh, frequency. I didn't want to do that, you know, with the before and after images I mean, because it's, We can't say it's a complete solution. We don't want to say that yet, but oh my gosh, it is so promising. The other thing that this uh, video has, the show has, is before and after pictures of Wi-Fi. When you subject a person's blood to 5G... It really does the same thing that these jabs, these mRNA jabs as far as the blood clotting and stuff. Of course, they're not putting graphene oxide into you with the 5G, but they're doing other things that are very similar. But this is proof that it is with blood images, but it's also proof how the quantum frequency technology reverses the damage. I, I think it's the most hopeful thing. I, for people who've been following the show, I have been obsessed with finding solutions. I've been working with Dr. Joe Newsma. And I have been obsessed with, I mean, my whole family has gotten, this, gotten the jab, everybody but my, my kids and my husband, but everybody else. And I think a lot of you are in that same boat where everybody, I mean, our whole, everybody around us. And I, so I've been obsessed with finding solutions. And I think this is the most promising thing that I have found. Yeah, there's very promising uh, other solutions from keeping people get sick or recovering from sickness. And Recovering from diseases, but as far as reversing the damage, this is the most promising and hopeful solution I found. So please, if you can, go back, watch that video. I also recommend watching the first one that I did with them because they explain the technology very well. People that watch my show know I cover frequency and the power of frequency a lot. But, but Ian Mitchell and Philip do such an amazing job of explaining the technology in that first show. I also have links to all the different studies. So if you go to my website and you search under their names, you'll find that show. But watch the first one. I put it out at the end of November of 2021. And then this one, of course, is uh, February 19th of 2022. But please watch it. I, I promise you. It's worth your while, and it'll open a lot of people's eyes. So I I hope you will share that one um, far and wide. It really, really needs to be. It's so important. It's world-changing, this technology. But anyways, I also want to remind you, sign up for my newsletter. It's growing fast. It's the way that I get my information. I write a lot of articles. I almost am thinking my articles are starting to be more popular than my shows. I don't know. Why? But I think there's a whole audience of people that don't watch shows or listen to podcasts and they read articles. So I'm getting a lot more people that way. Uh, I, when I was on YouTube, I got to say I'm a little disappointed because when I was on YouTube, my show really grew. I had uh, like 130,000 followers or something. They And that was after they held me down, wouldn't let me grow for a year and a half. And now I just can't regain that same number of followers. I just hope you guys will help me. I really want to grow and reach more people. I think this information is so important. And uh, I just, I don't know, some of these platforms, I'm not getting the, the reach that I would like. And maybe I'm just not as popular with the people who watch these platforms. And I was more popular with the people on YouTube. I don't know. But it's um, it's kind of frustrating. I know that Google has ratcheted the censorship on me so far down that I only get a half a percentage of my traffic to my website from Google now, which is just crazy. I get like 20 times more from DuckDuckGo, who has maybe 1% of the market, compared to Google, who has 90% of the market. So you can just tell how much I've been censored. But I think it's more than that. So I, I hope people share my video. Anyways, enough of rambling. You want to get into this is a long one and it's a two-parter and I um, I hope you watch the both. And so be and so be on the lookout for part 2. I'll put that up really quick. And the reason I do these in two parts if it gets over an hour, I have terrible internet. You can it, I have, and the reason I do that is because I just have terrible internet here and it takes forever to upload these shows. And so doing it in parts is much easier for me. And also, I think it's easier for listeners because many listeners uh, like the smaller chunks. So there's, there's multiple reasons why I do this, but the internet is the number one reason. So, anyways, let's get into the show with Wayne Jett. Hi, Wayne. Welcome back to the program.
0: Good morning Sarah happy to be with you it's been quite a while but I'm I'm delighted.
1: Yeah so am I cuz you have been covering a lot of interesting things from another perspective that I wanted to explore and a lot of people are interested in this and I don't really know what to think about it and so I've kind of stayed away from it but I respect you and so I wanted to hear your perspective on it and you know for the audience this is just to kind of put data out there this and you know they can go off of it what they think I don't know what I believe but I did want to hear your opinions on it and then you know we can all go from there but you we were talking before we started about the the fact that we're in a state of martial law because now this is provable that President Trump started that before he left office and and then what that means so can you talk about that
0: Well, I I need to refer back to uh, the Insurrection Act of 1807. Very important to understand what that was about. 1807 was when Thomas Jefferson was president, Uh, I believe his uh, first term, but in any event, uh, one of the two terms he served. And uh, there was great concern at that time. Interference from European powers uh, in American affairs and attempting to split uh, the various states and uh, uh, debilitate us from uh, our independence and so forth. Uh, And uh, uh, because of the apparent danger, the perceived danger of American politicians uh, colluding with European powers to pull down the constitution The Congress decided, along with Jefferson, uh, that uh, it was the Washington army that had won independence. It wasn't the judges and politicians. Uh, There was leadership here, but uh, the men who fought and died were with Washington and uh, in the field. And therefore, if the Constitution that had been bought at the cost of the blood of those uh, fighting men and women, uh, was going to be endangered by entanglements with European powers uh, of an insurrection nature, uh, then rather than simply allowing the constitution to be pulled down by insurrectionists of a political and judicial nature, that uh, they wanted to be sure uh, that before the constitution could be pulled down, the, the uh, uh, army should be, the military should be empowered uh, to defeat the, uh, the insurrection attempt. And so they enacted the, the statutes uh, that, to, to this day, uh, basically uh, set up the uh, proposition that uh, if in the uh, term of any president there appears to be substantial evidence of insurrection, a threat against the Constitution, uh, then that evidence uh, is to be presented by the president Uh, to the uh, military high command uh, and, uh, in that circumstance, invoke the Insurrection Act and uh, by so doing empower the military high command to take control of defeating that insurrection, putting it down, and then returning civilian government uh, to its uh, normal operation under the uh, uh, Constitution. Uh, That's the 1807 Act. It's still in effect to this day, and uh, of course, I was watching it um, pretty closely in terms of the uh, uh, timing of the 2020 election and the various things going on at that time. Uh, Certainly, uh, after the events of the election itself on November 3rd of 2020, and uh, the ensuing events of indications of uh, suspect actions and the polling of various states and so in those circumstances i was watching closely and and um as of i I think it was something like january the 19th of 2021 last year i i wrote for the first time that uh i had become convinced that the, the insurrection act had been invoked by president bush uh, by president uh, trump before he left office um, when uh, when the insurrection act is invoked my understanding of it uh, in general terms is that uh, yes the military high command is given that responsibility to defeat the insurrection to examine the evidence presented and so forth and then take necessary actions um, but uh, essentially, I believe that uh, by provisions of the act, the existing president remains in office, but he does, not, uh, he does not have control over the military action. The military is not to be kept from defeating the insurrection by the president. Uh, and so the military has a good deal of uh, responsibility and discretion of its own. That's my understanding. I, I may be... Um, less than a, you know, completely uh, capable scholar in regard to the Insurrection Act, but that's, that in general terms is the way I understand it operates. Um, And so in that circumstance, uh, therefore, in my opinion, since January of uh, 2021, uh, there has been a a state of insurrection in which uh, essentially military High Command is responsible for defeating the insurrection. I believe it's by the insurrection was uh, committed by the globalist cabal uh, that uh, operates in so many different countries, and it certainly operates within America. Uh, it is highly influential here in America, um, in New York, in Washington D.C., and uh, various states around the uh, entire country. We've certainly seen it. We still see it today uh, with uh, a great deal of action that I think most, most Americans are strongly of the view as uh, anti-American, anti-republic, that is. It's uh,
1: anti-human.
0: That's correct. Uh, and uh, most certainly some of the indications we've seen, I mean, my goodness, uh, how hard is it to bring to mind the word genocide? um it uh, is very
1: i've used that word yes, many times in yes. my writing
0: but. and uh, in those circumstances uh my goodness that's exactly the kind of thing that uh, this uh, uh responsibility by the military to defeat uh is facing and encountering and dealing with and of course uh there have been so many evidences, uh, like in your face evidences, uh, that, uh, indeed there is an intended genocide to greatly sharply reduce the human population of the entire world, not just America, but, uh, every nation of the world, and certainly including America, uh, that has been, uh, uh, bandied about and as expressed uh, I've discussed it with your audience before 1901 um, the uh, plan to uh, create that kind of genocide was put into a, a book in English and the author was promptly invited as the honored guest to the White House of Theodore Roosevelt uh, we've talked about that HG Wells and his plan uh Uh, It wasn't his plan. He was simply the scribe, in my opinion, describing what the globalist cabal intended to do in order to destroy the middle class completely. Uh, That is, every person capable of supporting himself by working for a living, that's the middle class, uh, is to be destroyed. Uh, There will be no one left except the ruling uh, elite, the, the globalist cabal itself its chosen allies, uh, and then its servants. Those are the two classes, the rulers and the servants are slaves. Uh, the rest of us are to go. And uh, that was spelled out in great detail, even including the poisoning uh, by the year 2000 uh, of all of those people that uh, uh, were no longer needed or desired. Uh, that is certainly a very, very sharply expressed intention of genocide that, as I say, uh, got the uh, author of it as the scribe for the cabal, got him an invitation as the honored guest uh, at the Theodore Roosevelt White House. Uh, he left that uh, uh, reception in his honor uh, saying that uh Theodore Roosevelt was the human demigod of whom he had dreamed. So, uh, obviously, it seems to me an indication that uh, Roosevelt was of that, that particular Roosevelt was of that uh, pattern. And uh, okay. later on, as we've discussed also, uh, Franklin Roosevelt himself um, was noted in various, uh, in, a, in a circle of the world that included. At that time, the Soviet Union, uh, uh, Franklin Roosevelt was uh, identified uh, in an uh, examination of a cabal leader that it was under questioning by, uh, uh, the, by the Soviets, and that uh, cabal leader said that Franklin Roosevelt was the most highly trusted operative of the global cabal uh, in, in history. That he was so capable of, uh, in effect, uh, persuading his people to come along with his programs and their efforts and, uh, and doing the things they wanted, including the Great Depression and starving their people to death and so forth and so on. American people, I might add, uh, being starved by the millions. And in those circumstances, uh, uh, America has had a terrible time learning the truth. From our academicians, from our historians, from our economists, uh, we have that problem still today. In fact, uh, I'm happy to say that uh, today, even though it's in your face, the kind of of uh, misrepresentations so often made by our by our press and our our political leaders, uh, uh, it is. Uh, actually more in the open now than it has been in years past. Uh, that, uh, that, we, that we actually have a media that is highly corrupt and uh, highly deceptive in terms of telling the American people what we're, uh, we're wanting to know, uh, which is the truth about uh, activities and the kind of uh, pressures on leadership and uh, misconduct by our political officials. Uh, Those are the kind of things that we're confronting today and very much involved in. And I think that is uh, what is being battled presently uh, in a very, a very uh, comprehensive way by our military high command.
1: Well, let me talk about that. Okay. Who is the military high command?
0: Essentially, they are uh, the commanding generals of our military forces. Um, my understanding is that the uh, general who is uh, uh, commanding the military high command is the commanding general of the U.S. Marine Corps. Um, I should know his name. I, I've certainly uh, I've seen it uh, a number of times. I, I don't happen to have it uh, in the front of my mind right this minute. But a uh, very capable man. Uh, and uh, uh, there are certainly uh, others uh, as well. Uh, the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is not uh, by any means necessarily that person. Uh, the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is more of a uh, a coordinating position uh, for uh, the commanding generals of the various services, but uh, not he does not uh, command all the troops. Uh, that is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff.
1: What I want to know is: okay, let's say this is the military, which you, it is. It's what you, but I I'm confused with you know this whole vaccine agenda. How, what they're doing to the military. And who gets to have that control? You know, they're, they're this whole agenda with the vaccine, and they're getting rid of all these people who haven't, you know, the, the numbers are incredible. You've seen the DOD numbers from Tom Rentz and the, what they're covering up. So, how is the military command allowing this to happen?
0: That's a very good question. Charge? Very good question. Very, very troublesome uh And uh, not only that, but uh, the same thing being true of the civilian population. Yes, uh, but it's extremely debilitating to the military and uh, it's just hard to reconcile uh, how they're uh, have been able to uh, permit it to to be pushed through as much as they have.
1: Well that's um, the problem and the, I have. And
0: the numbers are the numbers are just terrible as far as, the, uh, the, the, detrimental effects on health, uh, that is a, a very much understatement of my understanding of, uh, what is occurring. Uh, it's, uh, substantial numbers of death deaths, uh, not just in the military, but elsewhere in the country.
1: Uh, and so how can they wreck, I mean, I. That's, I mean, there's so many things like that, that I don't understand if this is going, because I've heard this from a lot of people, this is going on, but then there's all these other things that makes me question, you know, if they're doing this, why are they allowing these other things?
0: Yes, Uh, I don't have the answers to that. Uh, All I can say is that, uh, you know, just in my very limited understanding of the, the problems they face. You're talking about uh, at the very least a multinational insurrection. That is, at least a half a dozen uh, major governments uh, were involved in the uh, uh, actions taken to falsify the votes in the t- uh, 2020 election.
1: Well, I also think that they overthrew other governments. You know, I, Honduras government now is a socialist government, they had, and this is, you know, Zelenko, I just posted an article that Zelenko wrote, uh, uh, wrote up and I posted it for him. And then I added a little bit to it, but the Honduras government, he was asked to consult the president of the Honduras government on the Zelenko protocol, which would be, you know, treatment so they, they can get ahead of the COVID, you know, it's early treatment so that people can survive. They trained all their doctors, They implemented it across their whole country. They now claim COVID is eliminated out of their country. They have one of the lowest vaccination rates in the world. Well, I I believe they overthrew their government. They're very close to Kamala Harris. She just went there last, the end of January to meet the new president in the uh, inauguration. And his concerns now from what he's hearing on the ground is now they're gonna implement the vaccine and all these other things and kill a lot of people there too. And so it went from a completely contained controlled situation where a lot of lives are saved to something we can watch. Cause this will be a very easy indication of how they just came in and are changing it to a death model. So I think that they're do they've done it not only in the United States, the United States is the one they needed to go after where the big whale, um, but they did it to all these other countries too.
0: Yes. And uh, I would certainly be a, Uh, one of the loudest fans you could find for the uh, uh, proposition that these things ought to be stopped immediately uh, and uh, brought right out in the open. I can't tell you why that's uh, uh, apparently has not been done so far. Uh, I can only guess about the uh, nature and extent of the military undertakings the campaigns uh, undertaken to uh, defeat the underground facilities that uh, have been rumored uh, reported as being all over the world in uh, uh, many other nations uh, that uh, afflict those nations it's not those nations want those places but they are they are the victims of the kind of uh, underworld that has been created uh, which really uh, may very well be to a much greater extent than I can imagine. Uh, I mean, it's hard to conceive even the descriptions that I've heard of the numbers of installations uh, uh, all around the world, uh, largely underground, but uh, greatly afflicting the populations uh, of our uh, countries, including the United States. We're not. Uh, we're not exempt from those kind of uh, horrible activities, uh, many in places that uh, people would, uh, not everyone would be shocked, but uh, certainly uh, to a much greater extent than uh, any American would think would have been the case in the United States. Those kinds of military targets and objectives, uh, I just have to uh, respect that they have tremendous challenges that uh, are having to be met. Uh, as best I can understand, they are making progress, uh, but I can't I can't put a time frame as to exactly where they are in uh, coming to a point of really being more open with the people about what is occurring. But uh, in the meantime. Uh, I'm thankful that I believe that they have been uh, making some uh, information available to us uh, on a leaked basis, but officially approved uh, leaks uh, so that uh, uh, we can get a little better informed that actually something is being done. I wrote recently, for example, I had had, uh, heard on more than one occasion that there was an alliance that was fighting these uh, underground battles in various parts of the world, an alliance of nations. And uh, lo and behold, uh, uh, within the last few months, the uh, very well-respected Archbishop Vigano of uh, the Catholic Church, uh, the gentleman of the the leader of the church, I should say, who uh, had been in communications with President Trump on occasion, uh, when he was uh, uh, still in the White House, uh, Archbishop Vigano uh, actually made a speech that I wrote a piece about, uh, in which he said there is an alliance that there should be an alliance of nations formed. Uh, to take the place of the international organizations that have been serving the globalists.
1: I agree Uh, with that. That's, uh, that's an excellent um, thing that he needs to do. And I think that people are already doing that because we realize that there's no justice system. And that if we don't start doing that, we are, you know, because what they're doing now to our children and to everybody is genocide. And a lot of people have figured that out. And they're just saying, oh, screw it. I'm going to come up with we're gonna start using our international rights and things, but I, I, I want you to keep telling us what you know. But I gotta tell you, I'm really struggling because of uh, why would they let so many people die unless there is a bigger fight at on hand? Like you know, Cliff High says there's this cabal or this group that's fighting on our behalf, and you know, I get worried because there's always somebody fighting on our behalf who who ends up not really you know we end up getting screwed and so how do we know and how do we know it's just not another psyop
0: well it's a good question uh it's hard to to uh, uh get uh arms around uh the action being taken it's just the nature of the thing so far i mean I've, i i would uh, be one of the loudest cheers i think if uh, uh, the military high command were to decide it's time to be out uh, in the open about it. I understand some reluctance politically f- uh, for the United States to uh, be under martial law. But on the other hand, uh, for the United States to be in the completely unbelievably embarrassing position of the so-called leadership that we have now, uh, it, it is the most embarrassing thing I can imagine Uh, Right now, uh, with uh, our leadership doing everything wrong, uh, everything with the the wrong motives rather than the right ones, Um, the uh, pushing of uh, the military alliance of Western nations of Europe, including ourselves, uh, right into the practically... uh, uh, well, right at, up to the border of Russia. Why in the world would we do that? Uh, particularly when Russia is such a, uh, historically has been such an ally of the United States. They're, they're Christian. They have a somewhat uh, a higher percentage of their population Christian than America does. Uh, but we're both above 80%. And uh, they have a very different language, it's true. But that doesn't mean that they're motivated uh, differently. They certainly have a, a history that has been very difficult, in which they lost tens of millions of people in two world wars, fought on largely on their territory, and so they're very uh, uh, obviously, uh, for those reasons, uh, they're uh, they're deeply concerned about. Western European countries making aggressive moves right into, uh, uh, up to their boundaries. So um, uh, the the last thing we need to be doing is trying to pick a fight with Russia. Um, And I think Russia leadership knows this and uh, is aware of this, uh, uh, this, uh, what I would say is illegitimate leadership that supposedly America has at present um, the sooner it can be disclosed that it in fact is illegitimate and is not effective, um, I feel sure that uh, President Putin already knows that. But nevertheless, uh, we need to get it into a, uh, a more formally uh, uh, recognized reality. And so I, I'm hopeful that this, uh, the state of the uh, curing of the insurrection, the overthrow of our government, the attempted overthrow of our constitution, the defeat of our constitution in its Mm -hmm. governing of the the way our election was held in 2020. uh, Those are the things that we need to see some uh, real progress on in terms of putting down this ridiculous circumstance that we have in which so much of what is being portrayed from Washington, D.C. is, I I think, uh, fictional.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think we're in some weird, uh, you know, one Alice in Wonderland. It's just uh, incredible. But why would the military, if they're in charge, why would they allow their own military to be decimated? Why would they provoke war with Russia? Why would they, you know, allow all these things? Why would we allow genocide on the world population to continue in this big propaganda campaign? You know, Putin, I got got to say, though, Putin was a um, student of the World Economic Forum, too. So, you know, there's some weird stuff there. The people themselves, that's a whole nother story. But there's and even um, Xi Jinping. I think he was a student of the World Economic Forum. So we got a bunch of Davos people in charge everywhere. Davos, I think is how you pronounce it. And, uh, you know, so what's really going on here? And I, it, it worries the hell out of me. Do they need to have it secret because there's a bigger problem, like the bug that, uh, you know, um, Cliff Eye talks about? I do know that there there's baby-making facilities underground and human trafficking and all sorts of stuff that is so awful that people can't even wrap their heads around it. But at the yes. same time, this mass genocide that's going on worldwide and the decimation of our military uh, of the exact people they wouldn't want to decimate is what's going on right now. You know, I don't know, maybe they can immediately get them back on track. I just, I don't understand what their strategy is. That's my problem.
0: Well, yes. Uh, and I, it's a question that their own judgment, uh, together with, um, uh, the the judgment of the president to some extent, I believe they can take the president's uh, advice or consider his advice, not necessarily his orders in terms of defeating the insurrection. But in any event, those things, uh, I just have to leave uh, respectfully to their care and judgment. Uh, It would seem that uh, the sooner the better is uh, what we're all after. Uh, particularly, uh, the longer this thing goes with uh, the injections, it just seems to get worse and worse and worse. And uh, the the numbers coming out already uh, are just absolutely staggering. Working age people dying at a forty percent higher rate than two years ago. Right. Yes. Uh, and
1: babies? How about in England? The ba- the children are dying at fifty four times a rate that the unvaccinated children are the vaccinated children are dying 54 times the rate of the unvaccinated
0: oh it's just it's just a nightmare